0: Welcome gamers and thank you for pausing. This is episode one of Basement Arcade Pause Menu, a show where we just hit pause, sit back, relax, tangent, and talk about favorite video games. I am Ben Magnet, the host of this awesome show. With me are two righteous dudes that, that from my other podcasts that I do, the Fake Nerd Podcast, Brandon McClure and Sparks Witty. And normally today I would have like a little hat we we uh, pick out um, a topic, but we're going to do something a little different, even though this is the first time we're doing it. But we're going to talk about Spider-Man, because we've been trying to talk about the Marvel Spider-Man, Insomniac Spider-Man, the amazing PS4 game, for the longest freaking time, and it's my fault that we haven't done so. So, wh- what are you holding up a 2 for, Brandon? It's two years. Two years? Oh, lord. Yeah. We've been trying to do this for two years? And, to be fair,
1: it wasn't just you. You were the initial installment, and then it just kind of was like, what's the point? Because it came out three years ago. <laughs> 2 years ago. 2 years ago. I just said it. I don't know why I said 3. <laughs> what happened was my over my brain who likes to over exaggerate things was like say the larger number, but I just said the other number. No, the larger number. <laughs> go go bigger.
0: <laughs> go bigger. <laughs> well, we're finally sitting down. We're finally talking about it. And it's been a while since I've played the game, but I do remember the game decently. I just I watched a few videos about it last night. And it just made me think, like, man, Spider Man's a really freaking good game. It I is. just
1: replayed it. I went through it. The, I, I just went through it the second time mm-hmm. uh, on New Game Plus not mm-hmm. too
0: long ago. Uh, it's a great game. Jesus. Oh, I was watching the completionist do his video, or I was watching the completionist video of Spider Man last night, and just watch, re watching him play the game or just re watching snippets of the game and all the different suits that you can unlock just made me, made me think, man. I really want that Game of the Year edition. I don't care if I just get for the PS4. I really want the Game of the Year edition. At, um, at this I'm,
2: at this point for you, Ben, you should just wait to get a PS5 and get the the souped up the,
1: Miles 3D Morales 3D1. one
2: with it.
0: Yeah, yeah, probably.
1: I uh, I really like all the costume all the costumes. One of my favorite things is that lately because they were like, we're gonna you can go away now. <laughs> we're gonna do a um. PS5 version. Here's the exclusive costumes that you can get with the PS5 version as they make the Spider Man version, which I really like that suit. I really like that suit for the first amazing Spider Man. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then they were like, there was an outcry like, no, 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 we want it for the PS4. So, I'm like, okay,
0: we'll give it to the PS4 people. So, I love that suit. It's a <laughs> lot of fun. No, I remember when, because it was after, because I borrowed the game from Sparks. Sparks was kind of to loan me the game after he beat it. And then I was, after I gave it back, they introduced the Sam Raimi costume. Yeah, and I was like, "Damn it!" That cause, That's a cool suit. That is a, that is a cool. All this, Okay, so which which was your favorite suit to play as? Because I can honestly say I once I got more suits to unlock, I never played as the PS4 Spider Man So with like the White Spider insignia. I was always a different suit. I <sighs> the ones I the three the top three suits that I mostly played as were Spider Punk. Um, mm-hmm. Iron Spider, mm-hmm. and Spider-Man: Homecoming.
1: you go?
2: Um, I so I'm a bad gamer. Um, because, uh, I have I I really prefer narrative over over like well, it's a video game. Uh, so I refuse to do anything story based. Uh, outside mm-hmm. of the costume he was supposed to be wearing, if I was watching like a movie. Um, the same thing. So so anytime I was about to go into a story mission, I was always right back into the suit he's supposed to be in. Um, okay. however, uh there were some costumes that were too cool to like ignore and so if I was doing like side shit and you you pretty well know where the side stuff is, you're not going to enter a story event. Uh I would mess around with the costumes then. Um because I can separate that mentally, but like I never wanted to I think it's really great that if you like that, you can enter a cutscene and the costume you're wearing is the costume you'll see. it doesn't like revert back. I think that's mm-hmm. really great. Like if you're gonna have that, that's how it should be done. Um, I just never wanted to do that. I didn't want to. it to me it interrupts the flow specifically because I wouldn't have cared as much if part of the point of the narrative was that Otto helped him build the new suit. And then at the end of the game, he builds another new suit. And so the point is that he doesn't change suits a bunch. He only gets them for like specific purposes. Yeah. Um, and so for me, for narrative brain, I'm not good at, at like just accepting. Yeah, but I'm playing a video game. So it doesn't matter when I go into a cut scene. I'm like, no, no, no. I want to see it narratively correctly, at least the first time I experience it. Yeah. So um, but when I did do the ancillary stuff, I would do like uh. I, I did the, the spider punk one. Um it took me a while to get it, but when I got it I, I played it a bunch is the uh it's it's probably the one I've been playing now. Again when I'm not doing story stuff in the DLC. Is the um uh I forget what the actual title of it is, but the Ghost Rider Spider.
0: Oh okay. Oh yeah, the yeah. Blue, the, the blue skull the, one. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I love that one. Uh I think that one's great. Um so I play I play in that suit. A lot because I think it looks really funny. Uh also another favorite is the uh the like one that looks exactly like comic art just
1: put oh, into the game.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> There's the anime one with the web background with the web backpack. That's yeah. a cool one. Um I really like the uh the negative Spider-Man suit. Yeah. Whenever whenever the negative man has you in his in his uh, world, you mm-hmm. your suit changes to to the ne- to the negative version of the colors, and you unlock that suit. I play that suit
0: all the time. I love that suit. No, that is a really cool suit. A lot of the suits, because I played, I even though I was mostly Iron Spider, Spider Punk, or Spider Man Homecoming, Spider Man, I would, pl- I would play around like maybe twenty minutes has one suit, twenty minutes has another suit. Yeah, there's a Spider Man UK <sighs> one, which I think
1: is really cool too. Ooh.
2: Uh. uh I, I definitely spent like a good chunk of the middle of the game like going when I went like hard going after backpacks and that kind of thing mm-hmm. um, as Ben Riley uh, Scarlet yeah. Spider because I, I, I love that costume. Uh, and so getting to play that it's rendered really well. I loved playing as as Ben Riley.
0: Yeah, I, there's quite a few times I would go back to Scarlet Spider because that one, that looks cool. The it's Spider-Man,
1: super... the Spider-Man Noir one is also a favorite of mine. Not the not the Spider Monkey from Far From Home. The right, 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 right. No, I got you. Yeah, I like that suit a whole lot, and I like that character a lot. So it's it's fun to play as him.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, besides all the aesthetic, um, all the aesthetics of the Spider-Man suits, the gameplay is truly fun. And it's, it, I, it's tr- a lot of people when the game first came out. I do remember people were comparing spider-man spider-man to batman arkham asylum to the bat to the arkham games which some people for some reason would say oh this is a detriment but i was like no those games are really good that, those you are, are w- really good and tight combat
1: games you know i'll push back on that only insofar as to say that i think the game plays like you remember spider-man 2 playing yeah i, w- I would say that the original <laughs> spider-man 2 game when i'm when i'm playing that it's very dated now, but the swinging mechanics and the comet mechanics, mm-hmm. you, the way you remember it is how I think the Spider-Man PS4 game plays.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Um, I think
2: I I get why people compare it to Arkham. I think that really only goes so far as like, I think the reason people say that is the dodging. The dodge yeah. mechanic is the same as Arkham. Yeah. Um and then honestly, past that, it's it's based in the same system, but like Spider-Man does a lot of different stuff with it that Arkham just doesn't do. So I don't find them comparable. And certainly, like the traversal is not oh, no. even the same. A little even in like uh, Batman's most open world setting in in Arkham uh, night, it's mm-hmm. not the same. How oh. you how you travel, how you get around, like. Uh, obviously, because it's Spider Man, and they designed it for Spider Man, and it feels that way. But um, yeah. I, I always find that like that's a very shallow comparison, in my opinion. Yeah.
1: Do you remember in uh, real quickly, real quick tangent? Do you remember in Arkham Origins when they were like, "Here's the Arkham City map. We've repainted with snow, and then here's a new map that we basically just copied Arkham City. And we connected the two with a bridge, but you have to run that bridge. You can't yeah. grapple." I'm like, Are "You kidding me? I'm not running this big ass bridge every time."
2: Yeah, uh, that's, uh, yes, um, uh, the other thing is, like, I would argue that the Spider-Man game does gadgets better than any of the Arkham games, um, which is pretty impressive, uh, just in the sense that, like, you'd think it should be the Batman game, Mm -hmm. um, but, but the Spider-Man game makes the, uh, web-fluid actions more fluid in how you include them into the game, um. I I, ne- I always like the gadget wheel. I feel like it's it's easy to navigate. It's easy to do
1: it fast. It doesn't feel cumbersome. Um, the way it slows down time when you're in it, and then you can immediately like you feel like you're Spider Man like, running through gadgets.
2: It's very easy, I think, when you have that many like extra pieces added on like that, to feel so overwhelmed by the choice that you almost never use most of them. Yeah, unless you really have to, and I never felt that way in this game. Um, yeah. and I definitely have felt that way in things like Batman before.
1: Yeah. Like in the Batman games, you have the, you know, you have the batarangs, which you use the most, but then you have like, you know, you throw like a, like a ice grenade or you have to like really think about how you're going to approach these things. And like, oh wait, no, I don't want to use this gadget. But then with Spider-Man with the, with the gadget wheel being so fluid, uh, if you're, if you're in a tight corner, you can be like, oh wait, electric web. Oh wait, web bomb. Like, and you mm-hmm. you can switch through those as many times as you can, as quickly as you can.
0: Yeah, the one right. definitely saved my ass quite a few times when I'm finding, like, a whole bunch of enemies and they're just, they're just ganging up on me. I'm surrounded and, like, I need a way out. I'm about yeah. to die. I and love then- the, I love the, uh,
1: the electric web. That was always oh, my yeah. favorite. Uh, with especially the big brutes. I'm just like, uh, no. Yeah.
2: Um, I, I really like the trip mine where they go investigate and they pass the sensor and they get pulled right to the wall. Me too. Um, uh, I, I think that the difference for me in, in what you're describing, Brandon, is that uh, it, I, I wouldn't just use them. I'm not saying this is what you meant, but like, comparing again to other games like i wouldn't just use the gadgets because i needed to i'd use them because i'd be like this would be fun right now i have no absolute need like i can handle this without it but i want to do it because i have the option and it's easy and it's fun um and i don't think that it plays that way in a lot of other games where they do things like that uh the arkham games uh, are a good example where like i usually only use something if i feel like i have to
1: Mm -hmm. yeah it's the um the stealth mechanics i think is where that really comes through um in in Arkham most of the time you can handle a room without using gadgets if you're going stealth whereas in Spider-Man it really enhances the experience if you use like what we said the trip mine or the or the web bomb or you are you br- take take down a thing like you know you um it it, it it helps you clear out a room faster and i think more more engaging and more fun yeah yeah
2: and i i think your mileage kind of varies on how much will it bore you over time? Because you you could get very bored with doing all of the scenarios of having to like bust in a bunch of thugs from up high, mm-hmm. and uh, and take care of whatever the objective is. Especially if you're doing a bunch of the side stuff, a lot of the combat challenges and things like that, it will get monotonous if you keep using the same approach just over and over and over again. So it really encourages you to play with the wheel to to have fun to take advantage of opportunity.
0: Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So moving on from gadgets, cause holy crap, there's a lot of gadgets. Um, I cannot tell you guys how many times I'm swinging through New York City on my way to the story. Of- oh, there's a dog, <laughs> spider dog. But I'm swinging to go to an object, to an objective, a story objective or some side story, and then police sirens start. Um, I can hear police sirens two blocks away, and I'm like. Gotta go do that because that's yeah. Fine. One of the things
1: I think this game does really well is is kind of make, help you feel like Spider Man. I think like the mm-hmm. Arkham games do. this. I don't know why we're comparing so much to the Arkham games, but um, I do think they do this well too. Like you feel like you're Spider Man. Um, so when you're when you're when you're traveling through the webs and you hear like, oh, there's a crime happening there, or there's a crime happening there, you feel like you have an obligation to go deal with that. If mm-hmm. especially if you're on the way, you're like, well, it's on my way. Yeah. Um, I never fast traveled. I always swung through the city. I, I think that's that is such a fun, that is so much fun. I could never, I could never, I was always so excited. I like, think I could
0: get to swing further. Yay. So I fast traveled like once or two. I, tra- I did do the fast travel option just because I love seeing Spider Man interact with other people in the New York subway. Sure. But the only reason why I would fast travel is when I'm playing in the wee hours of the morning and I really need to go to sleep, but I want to get like some of Harry Osborne's research missions done to earn some tokens so I can open up a suit or level up a suit or le- or level up or get a gadget or whatever. And then once that's done, I was like, cool, I'm, I'm going to go to bed. Whereas when I had a lot of time to play, oh, you bit your butt I'm swinging. I, if, like, I, if I'm in downtown and I need to go to uptown, I'm swinging to uptown. I don't care. Sparks, what were you going to say?
2: I was going to say that uh, I-, I used it liberally whenever uh the like i'm down here the objective is all the way the opposite side of the map i'm like yeah i'll fast travel i web swing all the time like i know that never gets dull uh but i felt like at least when i was playing it i felt like "Eh, if you're going that far just fast travel because it's not like you're gonna ever stop web swinging in this game and and that way you know it doesn't feel like it ever gets monotonous um on you i it, Um, it is a joy it is a joy to web swing um but i i Applaud the game for giving you an option of fast travel, why, rather than forcing you to rely only on web swinging. Because
0: uh, yeah.
2: because if you're only relying on that, then then I feel like it's very burdensome. Uh, but yeah. giving giving people the option where like you know you don't always have to do that, it allows you to keep the web swinging fresh if it if it gets tiresome for a person. Like I think that was a really smart choice.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, and I th- I really like the web swinging mechanics. How it, it how it feels like you you never really stop moving um, with the uh, with the zip lines and the and the jogging up the buildings, I really like that they added the jogging up the buildings. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of
2: a lot of people, you know, like say, "Oh, this is the improved version of the Spider-Man Two game, which is the first game that did the uh, web swing from actual things rather than just web swinging from the air." Yeah, um, yeah. but uh, and that's a that's a good example. But I don't think the amazing Spider-Man game gets enough credit for uh, improving that system. That game's not great but the web swinging is good. Um, mm-hmm. And they did, they did, that's kind of like the next big leap forward. I think that happened with traversal of the city. Uh, and then this is definitely taking a cue from that as well. And I just, I just wanted to highlight that because I don't think that game gets a lot of credit for, for d- taking the initiative on that. Interestingly enough, I just found out it's the same voice actor as this game. Uh, who That's true. That's true. I, I did know that actually. Uh, huh. I never finished that game, but I did play a decent chunk of it. And I thought that game was, was not bad there there's definitely worse spider-man games out there
0: yeah uh, going um, going on sparks's point about the web swinging uh especially where early games you're when you're web swinging you're, it's just you're web swinging from the air a spider-man game that i played a lot i played a whole lot was the original spider-man playstation one game and that one was more of a 3d brawler than it oh, was i hate that a, game a spider-man game
2: which which one is this um, it's
0: the first one, it's on the PlayStation 1. It's the Neversoft one, which I think, oh. is, I think I about it's that.
1: also on the PlayStation 2 because I played it on the PlayStation 2. Uh, it's, it's
0: based off the Spider Man TV show on Fox Kids.
1: Oh, I'm not talking about that one. I, I thought you meant the uh,
0: the Spider Man 1 video game. The oh, no, that's the that, that, that's
2: the one I was thinking of, Brandon, and that's why I had to clarify. No, yeah. no,
0: no, 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 I'm talking about the um, PlayStation 1 Spider Man based off the animated show where it has the voice the same voice actors from the animated show in the video game because that from what I can remember it's been years since I last played it it's got it's unfortunately for my copy has been lost the time but there are parts where there's web swinging sections not like you can traverse the whole thing cuz you had certain levels where you can web there's like a web swinging part and then where it's the web swinging is just like just um, swinging like you're shooting up into the air and it's just magically catching
1: well i think what we're i think the more I think the more um, accurate thing to what we're we're comparing it to is is that Spider Man one video game, the one based off the Spider Man one movie, where mm-hmm. there is a traversal element to it, and it's and it's heavy in that, um, mm-hmm. which was Spider Man two built off of. But in that game, it's just jump, swing, 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 yeah. swing, and you're just kind of like swinging it over nothing, and it's like, well, this is swinging, yay, yeah. yeah. It- <laughs>
2: It was innovative for its time. I mean, every Spider-Man game, I'm thinking of, like, even the ones, you know, the ones on Game Boy or, um, no, like Game Boy. Um, uh, I know there is a different animated one from the one that Ben's describing that's, like, a Uh, side-scroller. The the Venom
1: one, I think, is that one.
2: Yeah, I think that's the one I'm thinking of. And and all of that is, like, uh, that one, every time you have to travel across the map you're just like up and you're swinging on nothing uh in particular you just do it um and uh it it's it's understandable like i understand why it took lo- so long for video games to be able to get to the point to make it like you actually are swinging off certain points of the map yeah. and uh and and you can't swing if there isn't something to swing off of
1: yeah uh, i remember the i remember the very the first moment in spider-man 2 when i swung i was like okay wait hold on and I was uh, climbed to the point of the wall where I was swung. And I found the web, I was like, Oh shit, it's here. <laughs> that
0: was yeah. so cool for me. <laughs> Playing Spider-Man for the PS4, there were times where I was really annoyed because I'm in the right in the middle of smack dab of central park. I'm like, cool. And I'm trying to look around, I was like, where can I like swing launch so I can get some altitude and see oh, I, think, I think Spider-Man PS4 fixes the Central Park problem,
1: uh that like Spider-Man 2 had, or that you see in like making fun of in Spider Man homecoming. Um mm-hmm. with the with the zip line with the with the zipline web and, and the fact that the the trees are a little bit higher that you can swing. I, I didn't I never found unlike in the previous games, I never found traversing Central Park to be a problem in this game. I,
0: I was able to go through Central Park okay, but then once I got into like the main part of Manhattan where I'm swinging through the buildings like okay this is much easier and much and it's easier to go through whereas Central sure. Park I like going across Central Park the short way, but going all the way from the bottom of Central Park to the top of Central Park, that's just, to me, that could be a little bit annoying.
2: I didn't, yeah, I, I didn't mind uh, the Central Park stuff. I thought it was, I, I agree like with Brandon that I think it's done the best in this game. In every mm-hmm. other Spider-Man game where there's been a Central Park, it's always kind of like the, the place you hate to go the most because there's the, the traversal is so god-awful in it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's the dead spot of the game, whereas in this one, I I never was like frustrated that I had to go to Central Park,
0: which is funny because Central Park is one of my favorite places to go in New York City whenever I visit. Yeah, Um, Ben, you mentioned a
1: little while back. I want to remind you, research stations. Um, Yeah. The I want to talk about the side missions because uh, bouncing off the research stations. Mm -hmm. I think that this game does a really. I think the side missions with like MJ and Miles might be a little overdone. But I do really appreciate that through the research stations, through the backpacks, through JJ J. John Jameson's podcast, you get like a full story.
0: You do through yeah, you do. Uh, through all the characters that aren't necessarily in the game. One of my favorite bits while I was playing Spider-Man as playing as Spider Punk was J. Jonah Jameson going on his podcast and yelling about it. I was like, what? Spider-Man's dressed as a punk? He doesn't know punk. I live through the punk era. He's commenting on. Yeah, I think the
1: the J Jonah Jameson ones uh, are actually I think are better in the in the new Spider Man game. I think they're pretty funny in the new Spider Man game, but I won't say much more more than that. Um, but like the research station specifically, the, what you learn about how Harry's you learn about Harry's mom, you learn how si- that Harry got sick, mm-hmm. and like you start to get the hint the hint that maybe Harry didn't go away for a school or or whatever yeah. it was. Um, sure. You start to get the hint that. That there was something more that happened to Harry.
0: Right. Oh, yeah. Doing the the science mini games that you do over at Octavius Industries and at the research stations, I actually enjoyed. Although there were times some of them got, I, I don't want to say cumbersome because they weren't cumbersome. They're easy to control. They're easy to understand. But there are some times where I was trying to figure out the solution to this one puzzle. And then I was like, I'm Spider-Man. I want to be outside swinging and beating up bad guys. But here I am in this in this lab doing science stuff.
1: Well, I didn't mind the Octavia stuff either because um, what what I do find interesting about the Octavia stuff is that if you really pay attention, it's all there from the beginning. How crazy he's already gotten by the game yeah. that started. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh,
2: I I really like uh, all of the science puzzle activities. They never felt uh, too long. They never felt too complicated. Yeah. Um, and I appreciate that the game. Took the time to not only add something that made you like enjoy being Peter Parker and feel like there was a reason to being Peter Parker, but allowed that whole side of him to be explored. The fact yeah. that he is a scientist, the fact that he is smart—it's one of my favorite things about the game—is that in this game, Peter Parker doesn't work for the Daily Bugle. Peter Parker is a scientist uh, mm-hmm. that he's working to support. Uh, auto in a lab. I think it's one of the best things about it because, uh, I, if I had a major problem with the current Spider Man films, it would be that Peter's not shown to be an, enough of a genius in his own right.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. like you,
2: you barely get those ideas. Uh, in fact, I would argue that you only really get those ideas in the sense that the first time Tony Stark meets him, he's already designed web shooters, and then it's kind of never addressed again how smart he is until you get to, uh, um, far from far from from home when he's making the soup but even then he's using stark technology to do it uh Mm -hmm. it's not something they play with enough and it's one it's one of the core things about peter is like you know that he is very intelligent that he can do these that he does these things that like yes the the abilities are only so much they're like half of what he is though
1: yeah Yeah. uh that was one thing i really appreciate about the game as well um and through the the picture missions, taking pictures of landmarks and the secret oh. pictures, you you get the you get the sense that like it's like you know I liked taking pictures. I, I kind of miss it. Like you, you, he talks about like I don't regret going heavy into
0: science, but like taking pictures was a fun hobby that I used to do. And yeah, I love like the little clip. Um not the little quips, but or yeah, they are little quips or the little side notes that um, Peter would find. Like when you look at a, the backpacks and the pictures. Um, the pictures, like when he takes the pictures of Avengers Tower, the Wakandan embassy, the uh, um, Sanctum Santorum from Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. like the, the, the neat, the neat little uh, Easter eggs or little clips he'll say, it's like hmm, I wonder if King T'Challa does this. He's like, hmm, I wonder how the Avengers are doing. Uh,
2: A- Alias Investigations is in here. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Murdoch, Murdoch, Murdoch and, and Nelson's uh, Mur- attorney
0: Nelson at law. Nelson and Murdoch. I had to. I had. I needed to go to the internet to help find because I knew it was in the game, and I just all over. I went all over Hell's Kitchen and defined the damn storefront. And then I found it and I took a picture of it. And it said it was a, it, that was my first like secret one. I was like, wait, there are secret photo ops in this that's game?
1: The, that's the thing about the game that I, that that's also really cool is that it, it, it doesn't just feel like it's Spider Man. Mm-hmm. When you take, but through those pictures, you learn that Doctor Strange is there, that the Avengers are there. I mean, the Avengers Tower is so big, how can you miss it? But like yeah. Alias Investigations, Nelson Murdoch, like you, 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 you feel like the world is much bigger than just Spider-Man. And you are just playing Spider-Man um, because it's his game. But th- th- you still feel like you can walk around the corner and there'd be
0: Daredevil. Yeah. Sure. And only because one of the backpacks that you find has a Nelson Murdoch um, business card. And he even mentions like, hey, I wonder why that guy was said if I needed help. Because he looked like he was blind to me. So this is a Spider-Man that doesn't know who Matt Murdoch is and doesn't know that Matt Murdoch is also Daredevil. Yeah. Yeah. um Um, there's
1: tons of easter eggs to like to 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 the to the the netflix defenders i should clarify um and then the the easter egg of the avengers that ended up not not mattering because the avengers game doesn't connect to this which is just like which is when you take a picture of avengers tower and you're just like oh i want i heard the avengers are on the west coast i wonder how they're doing oh (laughs) that one yeah you're just like oh the avengers game and then the avengers game came out and you're like oh no i mean like
2: like, i know i know we were all like stoked about the idea that the Avengers could be connected I think just because of the versatility of being able to have them in in the Spider-Man narratives as well would Mm -hmm. be nice um but at the same time like it doesn't ruin that that feeling of like they exist in the world of Spider-Man and that's kind of enough uh like you don't necessarily need to have narratives where they get involved um for the video games uh like it's fine that those games will never cross over. It's, it's just nice to know that they're fleshing out that Marvel world uh, yeah. and making it feel like it really exists
1: in it, you know? Yeah. It, it kind of reminds me of um, young justice in a way. Um, and especially in the early season of young, a season of the young justice where you, the world was already there. There was already a fully fleshed out DC universe and you were following these new characters exploring that world. And I thought right. that was a really fun, fun way to do it. A really fun narrative um, you don't need to flush out a world. And so I think Spider-Man occupies much of the same space where there is the already built-in world of the Marvel universe. And you were just playing a Spider-Man story within it. Yeah. Do you, do you guys think that
2: like when Spider-Man comes to the Avengers game, it'll be the same voice actor?
1: I hope so. I think so. Uh, I mean, but only... like
2: that's, that's funky.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think only in in so far as to say that, like, you know, it's like Drake Bell was in Avengers: or Mightiest Heroes.
2: Well, that's a little that's a little different, but I get what you're saying.
1: Yeah, I, I think just because they've got him on call. Sure. Um, but maybe they'll maybe they'll change the amount of connect. Has that not come out yet? I thought that was a PlayStation launch exclusive. No, uh, Spider-Man's not
2: on in the game yet.
1: Weird. All right. He
2: will he will be coming to the game. And yes, it is PlayStation exclusive because gotcha. Sony. Um but but he's not in it yet. No, the only the only extra character besides the roster you already knew of Avengers who's been added is Kate.
1: Gotcha. Um so we talk a bit about it. Let's talk about uh Yuri's voice acting. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. <an> oddly specific. <laughs> well, specifically, like let's talk about them all then. Um because I think the voice cast
0: is great. Oh yeah um Um, go
2: ahead
0: no no, i was laura bailey i mean she's a fantastic voice actress so of course she kills it as mary jane but every single voice actor i feel does their does their job amazing it's i think i think for me the standout is otto and uh i forgot the actress
1: plays otto's name but him and and yuri as Mm -hmm. peter um i think everyone else everyone else is really great as well um but the emotion that yuri brings to peter parker
2: yuri as in the voice actor got it
1: yeah what do you think I meant?
2: i thought you meant yuri the character which is why i thought it was a weird segue
1: oh that's that's a that's that is a weird segue Uh, yes you're correct that's um, why i
2: went that's why i went wow that's really weird and specific let's talk about yuri
0: (laughs) okay yes that is weird you're talking about the the cop right
2: yeah yeah the the cop character yes who
1: is actually the the actress who plays that character
0: is married to Yuri lowenthal uh in real life voice actor spider-man yeah oh my gosh oh no okay so to be perfect once i found out that little tidbit whenever i would listen to the cop yuri talk to spider-man and then spider-man will mention spider cop i'm like and there and she's like no i was like god this just makes it because it felt like an actual husband and wife kind of bickering here's the thing
1: here's the thing this is gonna be really weird but i think peter parker and yuri had some pretty good romantic chemistry in this game i i think that that can be there
2: i don't think that it's it it feels more like just people who trust each other more than i don't think it's
1: intentional i don't think it's intentional sure sure
2: um, I, I kind of want to talk about Yuri and and by extension, uh, Martin Lee, uh, sure. because um, when the game was first being promoted and we were seeing their characters in the in the promotional material, this isn't uh, necessarily like a slight. I just uh, I got nervous about them being racial cultural inclusions because uh, out of obligation. And because they're new characters that don't exist in the comics. Um, and I got concerned about that and that feeling very forced onto the game. Sure. Wait, uh, is Martin?
1: I thought Negative Man was in the comics. Martin Lee is not? Uh, I don't think so. Um, hmm. I'd
2: have to. Granted, if it happened during Dan slot, there's less good of a chance of me knowing about it.
1: He is definitely a Dan slot creation. I remember Negative Man. I remember gonna... when the game first coming out.
2: I'm going to I'm going to confirm this for myself.
0: Okay. Uh But yeah, well, yeah. I want to
1: talk about but I, I'll I'll bounce off of you real quickly because Yuri goes to places in the in the DLC that I want to touch on. Ben, have you played in the DLC?
0: No, I haven't.
1: Okay. Um then I don't know, should we Sparks what do you think? Should we talk about the DLC a bit?
2: Okay, yeah, you're right. Uh Martin Lee does uh does exist in in uh the comics. Um Okay. That is a slot creation. Uh, I I, uh, I worry that more there than here, probably, um, that that's probably a little culturally messed up. Um, I have a problem with, like... This isn't a problem with the game, necessarily, but I have a problem with, like... Because he's Chine- a Chinese character, we have to make everything about his villain alter ego be related to Chinese culture and heritage and all that. Like, he can't just... Mm. He can't just be a bad guy that is Chinese. Uh, like the
1: demons, like the demons all having yeah, Chinese. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, mm-hmm. like it
2: it makes for a cool aesthetic and everything, um, but it it does it ring again. Like this isn't a slight on the game, since now I I understand that this is a Dan Slott creation. It's it's more of a I don't love whenever we're trying to do racial inclusion, we also have to make everything about that racial profile bad. Yeah. By by association. Um, and that definitely had me like, again, as a person who wasn't aware that Dan Slot created the character, uh, that definitely had me like, oh, this could be like really bad. And also that for a time there, it looked like he was the only villain in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like was the primary antagonist. We know now that's not true, but like mm-hmm. at the time, um, and me just being like really concerned about optics on that. sure, Um, uh, that that being said, like Mister Negative, like his his whole look is really cool. His power set is really cool. Um, again, it's just like, and I don't hang it on the hat of the game. I just I just get a little uncomfortable whenever we use, you know, uh, I would feel the same about like uh, a a Islamic or Hindu character becomes the villain and everything about them being bad is based around their culture. Right. Uh, it's it's just a little like, oh, that's kind of gross, but okay.
1: And what about for Yuri? Because you mentioned that Yuri would have a, you were worried that Yuri would have a similar problem.
2: Yeah, because it, it felt it, it felt both like it could be, uh, you know, a a forced inclusion kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, oh, okay. So Yuri, Yuri's also a comic character. Is that also dancelot
1: That I didn't know. I wasn't aware that Yuri was a comic book character.
2: I wanted to look it up. Um, I can't I can't immediately find it, but she is a comic character. Yeah, she's a she's a Dan Slot creation. Earning um,
1: those podcast stripes. <laughs> yeah, right.
2: Uh, <laughs> here's the thing, like I've been honest about it on the podcast. Like if Dan Slot wrote it, it's unlikely I know much about it because I don't You're I right. don't care for a lot of what he wrote of Spider-Man.
0: Um, he he wrote this game or he helped write this game.
2: Well, that's not shocking now, knowing that these yeah. are his his creations um a
1: lot of more a lot more people write video games than just one person so oh yeah yeah
2: yeah but i mean like it's it's very this is like a good version of slot slot stuff um because Mm -hmm. like even even as what i'm saying like this kind of like racial profiling thing um that 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 is also what i was concerned about with yuri is that yuri was kind of going to be like a a forced cultural inclusion into the game Mm -hmm. uh i don't i don't think that that's how it plays at all i think yuri's just just a good character um she's pretty much the opposite of what i'm saying about like and again not blaming the game for this but the opposite of what i'm saying about martin lee where uh you know her her racial identity has nothing to do with who she is as a character she's just she just happens to be that and then everything else about her is defined by her as a character not by her her race or culture Uh, whereas martin lee is entirely the antithesis of that um uh and and weirdly not because I would argue that Martin Lee himself is almost uh so separated that it kind of goes, why'd it have to be this thing at least in the game? Mm-hmm. um yeah, I, again, like I'm not familiar with the comic character, but uh, yep. it, but he's so separated from like Chinese cultural ties as a person when you're seeing him. uh and then it's like, yeah, but d- here you go, masks and swords and
1: haha. Yeah, I get yeah. that. I think the inclusion of him in the Sinister sticks is really interesting. Um, the idea that he has a background with Otto and Norman, um, they are the ones who gave him his powers, uh, create some really interesting backstory for Otto specifically. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: yeah. I think the stuff with Otto is really solid. Oh, yeah.
2: Uh, Yes, I agree.
0: All all the stuff, actually a lot of the character stuff, because one of the things I praise this game for, because in the marketing and and when we first play the game, you think, oh, the main villain is Mr. Negative. Like, yes, you take down Wilson Fisk and he's a good side and he has a lot of good side quests, but the main bad guy is is Negative Man.
1: Well, the first trailer, that we, the main trailer, I think, before this game even came out at E3 was... Here's Scorpion and Vulture and Mister Negative and Rhino and then and then uh, Peter Parker looks at the camera and says, "Oh, you." And then we don't no. know who that is.
2: I believe that was second.
1: Yeah. The, that first, was second. the
2: first we saw was the. It's like the entire sequence of him catching the helicopter from the construction site, which right. did feature mr negative's goons and then it ended that was that was uh that was the ended and that showed us miles because miles appears right at the end of that and it's like hey miles and miles turns the thing and that was the end of the video and everyone was like oh that's dope this game's gonna have miles but like we didn't know at the time that that one came out we didn't know electro was in it we didn't know vulture was in it um so it was all we were all very focused on mr negative and then yes and then and then the the sinister six one came out which everybody kind of went got real mad about because we all pretty much thought that was the end of the game.
0: Yeah.
2: Um which I still wish they hadn't released that trailer though I am impressed that that, that the game still has like 4 or 5 hours of content past that point. Uh oh, um, yeah. Uh but but I definitely like I I think everybody would have bought the game without that reveal so I wish they hadn't done it.
1: Yeah. Um but we didn't know it was Otto. We, uh, the reveal that it was Otto Octavius was I think uh, a good surprise that they were able to keep
2: I think I think it was too, but I think you kind of start piecing it together pretty early on because that trailer exists. Whereas I I do think if that trailer had never been released, I wouldn't have immediately assumed that Otto becomes bad at the end of the game.
1: Sure, I don't think I I don't think I did anyway. Like I, I think when I was watching when I was playing the game, I assumed we would the game would end before Otto became bad and he would be the one in the next game. So the
2: uh the part in the game where otto uh has tells peter i have a neurodegenerative disease uh and my body is going to shut down that's when i went oh, okay so he's going to be the bad guy at the end of the game and okay. i i wouldn't have thought i wouldn't have put him as the oh you because peter has to be shocked by it through a personal connection which means it must be otto at that point uh, that's about like halfway into the game but that is the point where I went, okay, so Otto, Otto's the guy. He becomes sure. bad. Like Fun. uh it, it kind of became an inescapable reality at that moment for me. Mm-hmm. Um but prior to that, I do think it was a well, this could go any way. I don't know.
0: I, I had a feeling that um Octavius was gonna turn into Doc Ock, because this is a, from when Peter first walks after he beat a Wilson Fisk, when he first walks into Octavius Industries, I'm like, oh shit, we're gonna get Doc Ock. And or it's like, hey, it's Dr. Octavius before he gets the arms. And I do really love how, how scary the arms get progressively oh, yeah, as we move yeah. through the game. like As the game progresses, and as when you see Doc Ock's designs, like because there was a part where I'm like, oh, are we going to get Dr. Octopus in the game? And then there's a part, okay, maybe we're not going to get Doc Ock. But of course, once he mentions the of disease and how mad he is at Osborne, and I think there's some audio clips you can listen to while you're mm-hmm. in the lab, about how he's angry at Norman. Yeah, I he think yes. what's, what's really nice yeah. is that what's really cool is that pro- the game
1: progresses in a way that it doesn't give you everything there. the 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 uh, the paintings on the wall, the 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 drawings of the wall on the raft seem innocent before until the end of the game. the the recordings aren't quite as angry until the game progresses mm-hmm. further. The <laughs> arms feel very like. Oh, we're just making cool arms and then all of a sudden the arms start like attacking people and you're like, oh, wait a second.
0: Yeah. Uh
2: I I think that there was a point uh before that midway point I was talking about where I felt like it could it didn't mean Otto had to be a bad guy. Um I definitely thought there that we were leading up to a narrative where Norman was the leader of the six we saw at the end, mm-hmm. and again, like this is early in the game before we understand that that Martin Lee is also anti-Norman. That's his whole thing, um, because then you know it doesn't make sense. But prior to that point, I was like, oh, it could be Norman because we're kind of setting him up as as this Mayor Norman to be a bad guy, um, and if he were the center of the sinister six, I could see a narrative where because Otto dislikes him. Uh, he actually helps Peter stop him and mm-hmm. and probably dies in the process. I'm like, we could go a Spider-Man 2 route with this where he's a sec. So so it wasn't a gimme that he has to be the bad guy at the end, uh, until that that halfway point where I go, oh no, no, this is where it's going. Uh-huh. Um uh, that being said, like uh I, I wanna praise like the even with the trailer having come out, the fact that Martin Lee is captured as early in the game as he is was a surprise to me yeah. um uh that you have so much more story still to go uh and that even the, the trailer shouldn't have come out but like the the attack at the raft um with the breakout of all the all the super villains uh there's still so much more game to it um mm-hmm. because you still you have this whole section where uh the sable group is policing the city through a quarantine with the bio weapon that's out Mm -hmm. and, uh, you have to take down, uh, you know, Vulture and Electro at the same time, Scorpion and Rhino at the same time, uh, and work your way up to getting to, uh, Mr. Negative for a second round, which is really good. And, Mm -hmm. and ultimately auto. Um, yeah, I agree that that whole third act of the game is, is quite a big chunk. Uh, and I think it's done really well. I think the emo-
1: <laughs> the emotional beats in that in that third act hit very nicely, especially with with Otto's death. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Peter Parker's like like uh, pain. You really feel it. Well, Otto he... doesn't die. Oh, you're right. But Otto's defeat um, where Peter looks at him and and tries to like tries one last time as he's laying there to be like. I trusted you. I wanted to be you. And Otto just says, you betrayed me. Like he can't comprehend it's even, it. And- it's, it's even worse than that because
2: what Otto does is he says, uh, he tries to convince Peter, you know what? That wasn't me. That was the chip. Yeah. Uh, that was mm-hmm. the neural chip. And if you just help me and he's like, I'll get you the best help I can. He's like, you know, Peter, if you help me, uh, everything will be great. And you, you can rest easy knowing your secret's safe. And he's trying to leverage Peter's identity yes. for his security, for his arms. And Peter says, "You know what, Otto? You're just going to do what you think is best." And he leaves him. Uh, and I thought that was really, really good. Yeah. Um, so I guess Otto just decides not to share his identity because uh, it doesn't it doesn't come up after that. But um,
1: pretty like bold. Vulture and Homecoming. A,
2: but it's a bold move on Peter's part where he's like, "I'm not going to let you bait me like that." Like you know, maybe you'll reveal my identity. Maybe you won't. That's on you. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not doing this for you. Uh, and, uh, I think that there's a, I I think the, there's a beautiful pain to Peter when he finds out that Otto knew the whole time that he was Spider-Man, um, where he's shocked at first and then he's angry. Um, because in a sense, what he's angry about is he knows that Otto willingly put his aunt in danger. And, Mm -hmm. uh, and it willingly has fought him like this hurt him like this. Um, and I, yeah. And I think that that's a really, really good, really good moment. Um, speaking of, of those emotional beats, uh, I really like the idea of making uh, Norman Redford mayor. I'm sorry, I mean Norman Osborn.
1: Um, (laughs) He does look like looks a lot like Robert Redford. A
2: lot like Robert Redford. Almost exactly like Robert Redford. Sometimes
0: (laughs) I get you're supposed to be because Robert Redford he gets the sleazy businessman, corrupt politician vibe. He, I mean, he did that in Captain America. um, They are uh, definitely
1: they definitely look at Winter Soldier and was just like. (laughs) norman you know, osborne it's like yeah you know, yeah
0: great you know who would be a great model for this and, and
2: in his own time i think he would have made a great osborne we're past that, that point, but i but at, at a certain point in time he would have been a pretty good one um oh. i really like that that take that turn uh that this is a norman who has who has never had his fall from grace mm-hmm. uh he he has only remained uh a a beacon to the city and in a little bit of a sense to Peter Parker's life. Uh he has until this moment not done anything. And even now, as Peter is seeing people get upset, he's not he's not being given a hundred percent evidence of of Norman being a bad man, maybe a There's misguided still... man, but not a yeah. bad man.
1: There's still a sense that Norman uh Will probably fall from grace if they make uh, with the second game. A hundred percent. Yeah, and and there, but there's still like Peter knew him as a child and still trusts him, but is still seeing these mo- these moves like with Sable and with Devil's Breath. The creation of Devil's Breath as like, what were you doing this for? Why did you do this? This isn't what I know you to do. You're not capable of this.
2: Yeah, there's there's a yes. Him bringing in Sable is a big. Uh, to Peter, a big no-no. Um, yeah. The the way that 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 operated. But then at a certain point, even the Sable forces turn out to be kind of necessary mm-hmm. uh, because of the bioweapon. Because they all end up like supporting Peter in the end. Um, Sable's one of the main reasons that Peter survives mm-hmm. uh, that fight with Norman. Uh, sorry, with Otto. Um, so it, it it's definitely there. I just I thought that was a really good choice. I really like when Norman comes and shuts down their lab early in the game. And uh, all of it is him as a ploy and auto calls it out blankly to get both of them to come work at Oscorp. Yeah. That's really all he wants. He wants both of them working at Oscorp because he knows they're smart and yeah. he wants what they're doing. Um That was pretty, that's pretty sleazy, but pretty good. And like on, on a level where Peter understands like he's a sleazy businessman, but he doesn't think he's a bad person yet.
1: Yeah. yeah. He's, he's more Lex, <clears throat> he's more Lex Luthor before Superman showed up.
2: Yeah, yeah yeah that's a lot more what he is to Peter at least. Um,
1: yeah,
2: it, certainly Peter's hackles are set up once he knows that Harry's actually sick, yeah uh, and doesn't know where he is or what's going on. Um, i I want to talk about because I brought up Sable, um, I think the most problematic part of this game, and it certainly wasn't as problematic as it is now. Uh, it was problematic then, but it's, it's definitely way worse now, is there's a very, very pro-cop narrative to the game. Yeah. Uh, and that's, that is tough to swallow sometimes, yeah. uh, especially in this moment to go back through. And I, I'm certainly hoping that future games make that a little bit more, either at least tone it down, if not confront it. Mm-hmm. Um, because it is very like, every single police officer is a great, absolute hero, Uh, And they have to they almost have to bring in the sable force to make the cops better because they can't have the cops be that force when in reality, the cops would just be that force.
1: Yeah, Um, there's definitely toned down by the time you get to like Miles Morales. Yeah. Um, But it is it is still prevalent because Jefferson Davis is a cop. Right. You know, Pete and Miles like really looks up to Jefferson and so does Peter and like Miles helped uh, 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 Jefferson helped Peter in certain parts of the game.
2: Yeah. And this, it's weird because, you know, this is one of those things where every, every cop on the force thinks that Peter is, Spider Man is a hero. And that's not, that's not really the case most of the time in the stories it's always more interesting when when the cops are more complicated about their relationship with spider-man um i always prefer a healthy mix of cops who who think he does a lot of good or who have worked closely with him and then the ones who really haven't encountered him much and think he's he's like doing their job and better than them and making them look bad and that kind of thing um i i prefer the controversy so to have this game have because you encounter cops a lot uh in this game and every time they're very much completely altruistic um mm-hmm. completely selfless uh they they are just stand-ins of good people um and that's just uh it that is woefully inaccurate um of, it's, of it's just the
1: badge spider-man it's just the oath we give spider-man
2: yeah yeah uh and that's that gets a little gross um and like i think there's one one instance where if i recall correctly in the game where cops turn to shoot spider-man but you learn that it's because they are bought by fisk and
0: and then and his audio cuts out
1: (laughs) yeah
2: you you back sparks yeah yeah sorry uh someone just tried to call um okay uh so it where um the cops when they turn on spider-man but they're all they're all just like fisk henchmen who stole outfits it's not even like cops that were bought by fisk it's it's got to go out of its way to show like cops wouldn't even be bought by him that's how good they are and i'm like (laughs) that's that's really a lot um yeah we we could definitely have a little more nuance to our cop i mean
1: it's kind of like in in the sense of like you know making another comparison to batman like the gotham police department doesn't officially condone batman yeah, but Jim Gordon certainly does, right? And, like, and you can here, have you can have like Yuri be the Jim Gordon. Well, she kind of
0: is she even tells Spider Man like, "Hey, just be careful because they're they're looking." Yeah, but I I know that, but the cops are also on board, whereas
1: yeah. the GCPD is not with, with Batman.
2: E- exactly, and that's a, that's a really good point. Like Yuri Yuri is a Gordon stand in one hundred percent, and she works really well. I really like yeah. her interactions in the game, but um. You can have the cop like Jefferson Davis. I love Jeff- Jefferson Davis's involvement with uh, Spider-Man when they go on that that night mission together, the thing that earns him the medal. Uh,
0: yeah.
2: I think that's really, really good. But a great example is that when we get to the third act of the game, Norman Osborn turns Spider-Man into a fugitive and says that it's his fault that the biovirus is going around. Yet, the only people who are actually hunting him are Sable, not cops. Yes. Right. Uh, and that's that's just another example of like no cops know better so they're not gonna they're not gonna listen to the mayor because they understand so they're not gonna shoot at spider-man or try and catch him or anything i'm like that's just that's just really <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah trying to, trying would, to make sure be, you don't
2: beat up cops in this game
1: <laughs> it would be nice if it was just like yuri was giving him heads up hey like don't don't come by this precinct you know don't do this or like you know or i'd
2: even uh, i'd even respect if like you couldn't fight cops like it'd be bad, like the game would punish you for it, or, or you'd fail a mission or whatever if you fought cops. But like cops should be an obstacle when yeah. you're a fugitive. Like you should have to avoid them. You should have to uh, run from being shot at by them or that kind of thing, uh, rather than it just being put entirely on the Sable Force. Yeah, um, I
1: agree.
2: And, and refusing to give that like controversial antagonistic view of cops is definitely something... It, it, a lot of people have talked about it a lot of people have talked about it in hindsight, especially, uh, where mm-hmm. it's just like, yeah, uh, y- and of course with the Miles Morales game coming out where he's, he's half black and half Mexican. And they're like, yeah, you can't, uh, <laughs> you can't just pretend that like cops are great with that kind of protagonist. Um, it, 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 it's, uh, that's actually one of the, like, I think it's a great emotional beat that they kill Jefferson Davis. Yeah. Um, that being said, I really wish they hadn't. Uh, I think I think knowing a Miles Morales game came out, like I think it was shortsighted. I think you lose a lot of the interesting conversation about vigilanteism versus criminal justice um, by not having Davis be a part of the plot because that's such an easy in uh, mm-hmm. to have that discussion. Um, especially like we've seen it in the Spider Verse film. Uh, yeah. y- you know, it's, it's Davis uh, supplies that so well. And in a game where you already have an emotional death coming later, which is the death of Aunt May, uh, I just didn't feel like we needed Davis too. Yeah, that being, I think... that being said, I understand why it's good motivation to put Miles into Peter's life.
1: I, I think you're, I think you're, I think you're onto something. Um, I do wonder if we get too much of a Miles specifically origin. For who for him becoming a Spider-Man, uh, I don't mind Miles's inclusion in the game, but I I do question whether or not we needed the full Miles Morales origin in this game as well. I think I think if
2: you knew you, what you wanted the next game to be, which I think on some level they did, was the the Miles Morales game that's out now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you did have to set it up. I think it it deserved to be set up. I don't really have a problem with the setup. I just think you still could have done it without Jefferson Davis having to die, like he could have been hospitalized from the, from the ceremony and and you could have still had much of the same effect. Like, 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 you know, Oh, we don't know how well he's going to pull through that kind of thing, kind of conversation. And Peter Mm. just trying to be helpful because he knew Davis. And so he's like, Miles, take your mind off it. Come to feast. And that would have worked just the same. Uh, Mm. But we didn't have to kill that character off from any, any kind of future involvement with the story of his son. Um, Yeah. Sure. And and I feel like, uh, and I also feel like it's not given the emotional weight I wish it was, because sure. Miles isn't the main character. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's there like they attend the funeral and Peter supports him. And there's that scene at the, at feast where the, the guy like says something disparaging about his father. And then Peter's like, Hey, yo man, you know, like that's his dad. And he's here helping us. And, and it's like, Oh yeah, I feel bad about that. And then, then, then Davis isn't really brought up again. Um, mm-hmm. and I just don't feel like
1: that's,
2: uh, that's, mm, it's not, uh, well addressed in like sure. the 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 burden it's putting on miles
1: um we yeah. are uh ben i'm assuming you had to get a bail at about 3 15
0: yeah i got I'm um just to be safe yeah
1: no so i wanted to to move on to a couple of things uh we should talk about anime's death certainly yeah sure yeah um and i do want to touch on the dlc and i know ben you haven't watched you haven't played the dlc but sparks and i you have you and i have so. uh yeah most of it um, so I wanted to talk about those two specifically. So let, let's do, let's get the DLC out of the way real quickly. Um, I, I the only really thing I want to talk about the DLC is how do you think about Yuri's role in the DLC?
2: Uh, elaborate the question
1: Have you played Turf War, the last one? Uh, no, no, okay. Uh, okay, then I'm gonna I'm just gonna spitball here. Um, in the last one. Yuri has already been kind of like forced out of the for- forced out because of to- because of to- Tombstone Hammerhead. Uh, Hammerhead. The- Hammerhead. Um, she has to she has to leave because she almost killed Hammerhead.
2: Uh, Tombstone is really good in the main game, though. Yes, uh, she I just wanted to spotlight that.
1: Um, Hammerhead has already become the cybernetic thing, uh, and Yuri almost kills him, and she and she is forced off the off the force. Uh. Um, because she has a a connection to to the to the crime family that Hammerhead is a part of, because her father was killed by them, and she and everyone thinks her father was dirty because of that. Got in it. the in the last DLC, she becomes a side ca- a side mission where you have to find these different murders that have happened around the city, and then it becomes like she has now become a vigilante. I see, and I don't know if I'm into that because she kills she kills more of the Magia crime family. Um, and because of these murders that this person has had And she's like, I'm just going to do what you do I'm going to be a vigilante now And I, I just feel like there was a regression of that character So, uh,
2: just in uh, having looked online while we were doing this uh, It it seems that that's exactly what she becomes in slots comics oh. So, um, oh. like, she's a masked, uh, sword-wielding character um, That's disappointing yeah a little bit i feel like we could have just kept her as she was uh yeah. and that would have been strong but um it, it commissioner gordon
1: like,
2: yeah it certainly looks like they're heading down that path
1: uh I, I just feel like it comes out of nowhere in the dlc because you've had this whole game where she's been really supportive and really like you know the good cop the commissioner gordon and then all of a sudden in the dlc it's like no i'm gonna take matters into
0: my own hands i'm like this is kind of a, just nowhere
2: yeah
1: um that's that's
2: that's slot for you um great
0: that does sound like Dan Slot's ML. and I hardly even read most of his... I haven't read any of his stuff. Um, I, just know, I just know because uh, Sparks, you and Ryan, like to talk about how bad Dan Slott is.
2: Um, Ryan has a a much more leveled opinion about Dan Slott than I do. And and to be fair, Ryan has also read more than I have. Um, and I won't even go so far as to say that I think Slott is a bad writer, but I will say that I think he fundamentally misunderstands Spider-Man. Mm-hmm um, um it, it, it in fact i'll correct that even to say i think he fundamentally misunderstands peter parker and uh and because of that he he writes bad stories uh yeah
1: okay. <laughs> um so then let's talk about aunt May's death aunt May's death
0: yeah i as much as it was a bummer for me because when jefferson davis dies in the game i was bummed because i really liked him and then at the end of the game when it's revealed that aunt may dies and she knew that she that. Peter Parker and Spider-Man were all in the same the whole time. It just gave I think me... that's a really cute moment. It is, but it also gave me more of an emotional gut punch because that's Aunt May. I know there are arcs in the comics where she has died. And but but just seeing Aunt May like in the first game where she dies because I there is an end credit scene at the end where spoilers we reveal who we know who it is. But just seeing Aunt May because I was hoping to see Aunt May again in Spider-Man 2, but we're not going to get that because this is one where she dies and it just suck because she was the rock uh, a rock for peter you do you're talking about the harry osborn, yeah, the harry osborn reveal okay
1: you kind of like blew past that
0: yeah it was because that's a huge the harry osborn reveal is a bit of a is a huge spoiler. i mean we all
1: talking, agreed he's venom in the next game right
0: yeah yeah he could yeah You could be venom yeah that's
2: that's a symbiote around him for sure
0: 100 oh okay it's it's been a lot it's been a while
2: yeah, it like, it I, like I things onto the I glass. Just, yeah, I just watched it. That's definitely a symbiote around nice. him. Um uh, I think the reason Aunt May's death works so well in this game is because you're given, and this is this is to the credit of the game. It was something I was thinking about as I was reviewing it, is um is Aunt May's relationship with Peter is is well built into the story of the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh hold on bless you thank you um and because you're able to connect with that relationship so much it really makes that 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 death land yeah which is much the reason why i don't like that davis dies in this one because jefferson davis basically has the glorified and i hate to say it but like black character horror movie cameo where he Mm -hmm. has like his one really good scene and that leads to the scene where he dies. Like it's mm. it's it's kind of a shitty way to handle that character. You're not allowed to connect with him. Not really. Um, he's just kind of a goalpost of getting to Miles and also uh, causing that connection between them. And uh, and I hate his use in that way. Um, yeah. Whereas with Aunt May, her passing not only not only is it so good because you've come to know her as a character, her connection to Peter, you've come to care about it, you've come to respect it, but also it informs such an important thing about Peter's character because Peter has to decide to not use the anti-serum. He could save her life right there and then, but other people would die. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that choice informs that character so much, makes that moment so much more powerful than just Aunt May passed. It's it's Peter had to let Aunt May go. Uh, because of it and I think that makes that so
1: good I think yeah. the 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 parallels of like you know you lose Aunt May and you've kind of you're kind of gaining Mary Jane
0: uh-huh. like
1: their relationship begins to blossom a bit more by the end of the game um, it, it is it's kind of like it's almost like it's almost like one more day but better <laughs> like you lost sure. like you lost uh, you, you lose something to gain something um, and I think Aunt May's uh, sacrifice uh it, it is really well played in the game uh like you see him like he's getting ready he's got to, he's he's like i can just i can just put it in the thing and she'll live, but then we don't have any more anti serum
2: yeah um i I think that that's just really really well handled um yeah. reviewing it made me really hope we get um better Aunt may. Uh, in the Spider Man movies happening right now. I don't think we get, I, I think Marissa Tomei is a fantastic actor. And I don't think we've actually gotten enough of like, specifically after Homecoming, like her relationship with Peter. I know we've only had one movie, but like Peter, Peter died <laughs> uh, technically in, in Endgame. And maybe she did too. And I guess, I think that's what they said is that she died too.
0: Yeah, um, she flipped out of her apartment. She flipped in.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, But there should still be like, we're not touching on any of the uh, like may being concerned about Peter or or relating to Peter in the sense sense of like being proud of what he does, but also scared for him and that kind of thing. Like yeah. the, their relationship isn't as well developed as it is here in this game, and there I is I'd like sense, more of that.
1: There is a sense that the films are skipping over. I, I felt this way about Homecoming and Far From Home. Far From Home, especially. Uh, there's a sense that the game that the movies are skipping over things that should be essential
2: yeah yeah for sure uh and this is definitely like the game exemplifies this kind of thing specifically with may
1: yeah um yeah. now that to be I, fair a game has many more hours to play with than a movie uh, oh, yeah.
2: Uh, for sure for sure but i mean like there is room to still include like i think the other thing the game does really well is give gives may a purpose more than just like the doddering old woman at home yeah she's she's doing something in the city um something that makes it relevant for us to connect with her uh, and I think that helps a lot. Yeah. Um, and I think that was good. Cho- like what they do with character choices is really strong. Uh, Mary Jane, essentially taking on Peter's job at the mm-hmm. bugle is yeah. a really good choice. Um, it it makes it makes for a good reason for Mary Jane and Peter to be so involved with each other that goes past their romantic
1: uh, entanglements. Yeah, I really and I really enjoy the relationship with Mary Jane and her and the Stanley cameo. One of my favorite Stanley cameos oh, of course, uh, yeah. is there. It's when he sees that I always love you two together. Yeah, that's really good.
0: That I was not expecting a Stanley cameo, but I got it. I was like, yeah. Uh,
2: that is one of my favorite lines because it is Stanley saying, uh, "I always I." Uh, you guys are one of my favorites. I always wanted to see you two work it out. And I'm like, that's a, that's a big old F you to slot. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and I love it for that because Dan slot is, is a big advocate of like Marvel will never put Mary Jane and Peter Parker back together and spoilers. They're back together right now, but, um, <laughs> screw slot, screw his whole mentality on that part. Um, yeah, I think that that's, that's really good. I really like, uh, investigative photographer, mary jane i think that's a really good choice with her um let's talk about the the mary jane and miles missions a little bit um i I do think i do think that there can be too many of them but i do think some of them work extremely well in the story uh examples of that would be the grand central station one where mary Mm -hmm. jane becomes part of the hostage group there and she's trying to work to make it so that spider-man can get into the building and save people i think that's a really good one uh, I also think the one where Miles is trying to get the medicine and uh, he ends up with Rhino. Uh, with Rhino is a fantastic sequence.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, yeah. And uh, and I definitely have felt the slog of those those missions sometimes, but I thought those two worked incredibly well. And I think it's a really good way to make those characters feel fleshed out. I'm glad I'd rather that they made the choice than just excluded those things from the game because yeah, I feel like you get to know those characters better rather than always having to have Peter be with them to know them.
0: Yeah, yeah so I agree with that. There were part there were a lot of times when I did have to play those missions, I was kind of like, uh, I really don't want to play this mission. I-, I mean, the stealth missions, they're they're fine, but to me, they really slow the game down, they really like put up a hard stop. Whereas the like the ones you mentioned, sparks, the Mary Jane in the hostage situation and Miles trying to run away from the rhino, those are great. I actually felt the tension, I loved getting through those. Well, I think so the but when Marianne, what or Marianne, Marianne, Marianne was going through, like when she was trying to stoop around Oz, uh, Norman Osborne's apartment, mm-hmm. I was like, "Can we just not?"
1: Well, yeah, I think there's there's sequences. What I was going to say was, I think there's sequences that work, and then there are sequences that feel like the slog. Like I think the one where where Miles is just getting to feast. I don't think that's a essential, yeah, uh, sequence to have that moment um i don't mind the oscorp one with mary jane but i do i don't think her first one in the museum works particularly well yeah
2: i'd agree with that i think that the oscorp one works but i kind of i kind of go in between because i kind of agree with ben i just think that the oscorp one is too long
1: sure i get that i think
2: i think it could have been quicker I think we mm-hmm. could have been more in and out with it and gotten the same idea across because I do like the moment where you're playing Mary Jane and you have to escape Sable and you jump off the roof. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think that's, re- I think that's really good. Uh, it, but it, it definitely
0: feels like that one goes a little long. Yeah, Dude, that, that could been just, that could just been a cutscene. scene. Sure. That, her like getting the information and finding out a little stuff about Harry and then. Well, that's, that's a really good it. point. That's a really good point that you bring up. Like it, Normal games would have done
1: these as cutscenes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I actually think it's better that we get to play them for the most part. Like I think I, I, I may mean, agree with Sparks like they work mostly. Um and I am glad that they didn't go with the cutscene route for these. Right, for sure. Like I'd rather
2: I'd rather play Mary Jane trying to help Spider-Man get into Grand Central than watch yeah. it. I'd rather play Miles oh, yeah. trying to evade Rhino than watch it. Um and so I feel like once you've kind of set the bar, you're going to play these characters sometimes. Then it, it's going to be weird if you end up watching a cutscene of them for an no, extended amount those,
0: of time. I'm yeah. saying those sequences, I would love to play them. Whereas the scene, sequ- like when Mary Jane is in the museum, I would have been fine with a cutscene where she's in off corp, stupid around. I would have been fine with. The cut scene. No, no, no. I get I get your point, and kind of what I was saying is like I think if you have set a bar
2: of like you're going to play these characters sometimes uh watching an extended cutscene with them will feel a little like uh off uh, uh like you're yeah. not keeping the pacing okay. of the game at that point. Uh yeah. I just I just agree with you that like that could have been shorter. The Oscorp yeah. one definitely could have been shorter. I don't think necessarily it should have just been a cutscene uh because then I kind of go, well why is this a cutscene? Why are we watching this really long cutscene when usually I play the character.
1: Yeah. Um that's what I was that's what I was getting at. Like I I i don't want them replaced with cut scenes i would have rather them been been tighter or more relevant okay sure
2: yeah Yeah. Uh, i i overall agree with that i think the inclusion of uh, a lot of the comic characters is really well done um silver sable is a really good one tombstone Mm -hmm. we talked about um herman the shocker his whole thing at the bank is a great sequence Mm -hmm.
0: yeah i really like black cat honestly Oh, I mean, I haven't gotten to her DLC yet, but when I was looking around trying to find the Black Cat stuff and listening to the recording, I'm like, oh, Felicia, you flirt. I
1: do hate, I do really hate, um, what's her name? Screwball. I'm not I a find, fan of Screwball. Uh, here's the thing. I find
2: Screwball annoying. I find the concept good.
1: Sure. Like, like, that. her
2: voice is annoying. Screwball is the one who uh, attracts Spider-Man to locations to record him beating up thugs. For the internet,
0: oh, where you have yeah. to find the QR, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I remember those missions? Yeah, that was in the in the
1: DLC. It's not QR codes in the DLC. You have to do um, tra- uh, combat combat challenges.
0: challenges. Oh, oh, speaking of combat challenges, really quick, because um, I have to get going to get ready to go work. Sure. Uh, Taskmaster, yes, that was... I was. Yeah. Yes. Yes. The Taskmaster side missions are really fun. The boss fight is hard as hell. I wasn't able to beat him, but luckily, he, thankfully, he bailed before I was about to die. I he's always like. Liked... A,
2: he's like the Sephiroth of the Spider-Man game.
0: He kind of is, yeah.
1: <laughs> I always like that he'll that he'll like you'll be swinging to the, the thing, and then he'll be like, "Nope, time to fight me now."
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or um, the, I love the, I just love all my my final point is I love how much love and care. Like, because this game was made by fans of Spider-Man. Like, the difficulty level is um friendly, amazing, spectacular. All titles that the, that book has had. And ultimate. Uh, and, and ultimate, yeah. And then when you're doing the Taskmaster things, your rank is like, ultimate is like, yeah, you are the ultimate Spider-Man. I think the Platinum Trophy is ultimate Spider-Man. And just... A lot all the Easter eggs in the game because it felt like I was playing an MCU game, even though I wasn't playing an MCU game. Seeing uh Murdoch, alias and seeing Lockjaw, where the bull is supposed the bull statue is in Wall Street is hilarious.
1: I think I think you're I think you're absolutely right. What's really nice about this game, my final point I want to say is that I think it's a really great idea that they chose to set this game eight years after he's already become Spider-Man, and you have you are you have lived in this world and have feels lived in Mm -hmm. right i think that was that was that was a stroke of genius and it it enhances the game in a great way yeah yeah um
2: yeah i think the game's just like it's it's just a it's a very good encapsulation of what makes spider-man so enjoyable it's it's Mm -hmm. kind of got a little bit of all of the aspects of it the villains are well handled electro vulture rhino all lovingly recreated in versions of this game it's got a little bit of the new uh introducing mr negative in a way uh, that he hasn't been outside of comics um, mm-hmm. is really cool. Um, and, and it looks really good. It looks really good in video game form. His, his whole inverse of his colors and abilities yeah. and everything. Yeah. Um, doing a heartfelt story with May. Doing a heartfelt story with um, Otto. Uh, still keeping stuff between Spy- uh, Peter and Mary Jane. Uh, making at so focal, introducing Miles. There's just so much. Uh, it, it sounds like so much. And yet yeah. uh, the game paces through it incredibly well. It's a long game, but but in a good way, um, not like a slog. Uh, there's always just like, as you're going through it, you're like, oh, there's still a little bit more story. There's still a little bit more story. And, and that's really, really nice.
0: I feel yeah. that the reason why this game is so because you can probably blaze through the story in about like maybe 30 hours, give or take. Sure, yeah, probably. That's, but I must have put like 50 plus in when I did my initial playthrough because I'm doing side missions. There are times where I was actively not going to the story because i like, I want to complete all the missions in Hell's Kitchen. I want to complete all the missions in downtown Central. I want to complete all these missions. And then once more of the map is unlocked, and then once we get to Uptown and then Harlem, it's like, oh, there's more missions for me to do. There's like, I spent two and a half hours fighting the goddamn pigeons yeah
2: i uh, know that's a, those it's, are it's some great, quick words it's a great point that uh, the game just feels so good to play you enjoy going and doing those things and and like uh you guys alluded to earlier when you're spider-man and there's a crime you feel obligated to go answer the crime it's not it's not yeah. burdensome you're just like oh i was doing a thing hold on i gotta save these people though because i'm a hero hold on like,
0: there, yeah. was, there were a yeah. few times where i knew i really just needed to finish because it was right at the end of the game it was in the third act i was close to the final mission of the game I'm swinging to the area. Like three sirens just popped up on my scanner. I'm like, I, I, there was I a. I felt bad. I actually felt bad going to finish the main storyline mission, then going to help the cops with this crime. You want to know something and... messed up about that? Uh, I was
1: playing. I was playing the the new game plus for whatever reason, and there was a crime that popped up. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, I, I guess I'll head over to that crime. And I'm going to the crime. And then the the, the dialogue is like, oh, I better hurry. It's a bomb. I'm like, it's a bomb. And then all of a sudden, like the cut scene of the bomb exploding and saying mission fails. I "I didn't even get there in time. What happened? (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes Spider-Man fails. (laughs) I couldn't understand. Like, I didn't even trigger. I didn't even trigger the mission. How did it explode?
0: It just exploded. (laughs) Yeah. All all yeah, all in all, the game is fantastic. I would love to play it again. Um, I probably will wait to get the PS5 remaster. So okay. it, so it comes with the Maz Morales stuff. And just just swinging through New York, just that mechanic of actually feeling like you're swinging through New York. And it's not just a simple button you just watch. You actually have to push different buttons in tandem to swing through. Um, there's a whole lot more stuff we can go about this game. But unfortunately, I have to get going because I have yeah. work. Sucks, I've said, for sure. I've said
2: everything I wanted to say about this game. Yeah. uh yeah i feel like we gave a nice broad strokes like uh you know it's it's most people have played it most people are aware of it we just kind of want to revisit like the things we li- enjoyed about it give a little bit of criticism for some of its things a uh, bit I, if a- i could if i could change one thing about it it would definitely be i wouldn't have jefferson davis dead uh by the yeah. end of the game i would still have him around for future stuff do we rate these things i don't um, we do
0: video games we don't have we don't have to but we did for god of war but okay one, then i give it a nine this is a 9.5. Oh, yeah. Uh, I would say this is
2: a uh, this is a 9.5. Um, Its its flaws are minimal.
0: Yeah. yeah. All right, Ben, take a step right. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for joining us on this first episode of Basement Arcade Pause Menu. Uh, next time, we'll probably go a little bit longer. What are we going to do next time? Heck if I know. I'm just going to pick something out of a hat, and we'll go from there. No, seriously, that's how we're going to do that. That's how this show's going to roll. We pick something out from a hat, and then we just tangent on that. But anyways, thank you to Brandon and Sparks for coming on this episode, and thank you all for you guys for watching us. You can te- you can check more stuff of these of the two of these guys and myself and Ryan, who's not here, on the Fake Nerd Podcast YouTube channel he, right here. You can also find us on Google, Stitcher, Amazon. Uh, no, not Amazon. Why did I say Amazon? Apple. That's the that's the yes Amazon. Product. Yes Amazon. Amazon? Shit. Yes, Amazon. Okay. Yes Amazon. And you can find us all on uh, social media. You can find us at Fake Nerd Guys. On Instagram, Twitter. Uh, you F- can find us at Nerd Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Fakenerguys at gmail.com. I swear, I, I listen to you say it every single week, and I thought I had it. Son of a bitch. No, I did not. And you can find us all on our personal Instagrams and Twitters. I'm at BedMagnet27. Brandon, where can they find you on the internet? I'm at BT McClure on Instagram and Twitter. How about you, Sparks? Uh, you can find me web swinging
2: through the city at SparksWitty on Instagram and Twitter. S P A R K Z Witty.
0: Awesome! Whip, 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 don't to... whip,
1: whip, motherfucker.
0: Yeah, <laughs> there's, there's. Actually, I was gonna allow swearing in this show too, just FYI. But yeah, don't forget to like and subscribe. Um, go ahead, give us a follow. We'll go... there's gonna be more pause menu coming up. But it's right, what, right when we're recording this, the holidays are, is literally around the corner. So there's gonna be more baseball arcade pause menu in the next, in the coming year, and a whole lot of other cool stuff. So you can unpause now and go back to your game. <laughs> I don't know Shit how to nerds.
1: <laughs>
2: Stay this is not fair This is menu We say that to everything.
0: Yeah, we do. We do. I don't know how I'm gonna end the show. I need to work on that. And cut. <laughs> All right, I gotta. Get-